to episode nine of Caves and Drakes, our friend group's live play D&D podcast. I'm Daniel, I'm the DM. Uh, let's go around and introduce ourselves, who we're playing, who we are, and we'll go from there. I'm Cody, I'm playing Alarm, the Wood Elf Ranger. I'm Cam, I'm playing Gosmer, the Rogue Human. Hey everybody, uh, my name's Tim, I'm playing Rourke, who is a Mountain Dwarf Cleric. And Laura, who plays um, a drow druid, is not here today. Yes, yeah, she died in the Bald Mountain Battle Rip. Yeah, <laughs> RIP. If you haven't listened to the last bye episode, bye, <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, no, no, not actually. Subscribe to find out if Laura does. <laughs> You're gonna hide that episode. <laughs> Smash that like button. Patreon wall. <laughs> We're gonna hide every other episode in our Patreons. Right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, not really. Um, so far in the adventure that we are calling the um, Three Realms campaign, um, you, in the barony of Beberast, you killed some bandits, did some dungeon crawling, murder mystery investigation that led you to a dryad who had laid a curse over this whole town due to the old baron kind of fucking her over in a uh, deal that she made with him. Last session, or yeah, last episode, you took care of the Dryad with a absolutely dirty Moonbeam and Tangle combo, <laughs> uh, which did a lot of damage. Uh, murked her after like 10 rounds of combat. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of combat, um, but it was fun. And you are now back into, you've kind of leveled all of the tensions and relations between the races and the peoples of the area that were kind of on high tension due to this un unknowing kind of like curse of unease and general unhappiness um the spirits seem to be lighter you wake up the next morning a little stronger you have earned enough experience to level up but you have not quite leveled up because now we're going to introduce the new mechanic to where y'all level up whenever you want to so if you feel like you've earned level four through all of that then I'll be happy to grant you level four we'll crank up the difficulty a notch we'll go on a new adventure and we'll do something else if you feel like you have knots, then we can stay at level three. Take a do a vote. Who votes level? You know, leveling is really nice. It is nice. Oh, we get ASI. Uh, you get the bonus for increase, which is a pretty low force heap. It is. I, it is well, let's just take it. Let's yeah, just take why not? It. Yeah. yeah. I'm down to take it. Think you've earned enough XP? I, I think so. so. Killing the dryad, yeah. saving Beverax. We're starting. We're starting a new arc. You know? Yeah. Kinda like a, that's true. You ended the adventure. Yeah. All right. So go ahead and take level four, which would be an ability score increase, I think, for everybody. Yeah. Um, I think. Got a dump line right in the wisdom. So this will be, this episode will be a leveling slash downtime episode. So um, those of you who missed it or haven't heard yet, um, the way we do leveling now will be a new mechanic that's kind of homebrewy, um, where. Ooh, so that increases a lot of things. I don't. Wait, 
I don't have a plus three. Wait, then plus three should be. Could be a level five. Gets... Wait, it might be level five then. Yeah, level five says. Yeah, level six. five. For oh, what? For level four is our ASI, right? Yeah. 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 No Which proficiency, is... just. So, anyways, I lost my train of thought. Um, You're talking about your homebrew. Yeah. So the leveling mechanic, you will need to. What? Spin. Specs twenty. Um, some time training. Um, you have gathered NPCs so far on your journeys. Um, you'll have to spend time with said NPCs who are appropriate or NPCs from your past and you'll have to spend um, a number of weeks. So for the tier one, it's just two weeks of two weeks to a month of training. So depending on how much downtime you want to do and what all you want to get up to, um, you will be training in your different expertises and areas. So, if you have an NPC in mind, let's have that conversation. If you don't, let's also have that conversation. Um, anybody have an idea on where they want to go training for the next foreseeable future? They just go deep. So you want to find, you want to seek out the golden gamut? Yep. Okay, let's do it. So the first thing, make an investigation check. Okay. That's two. Two in total. So actually what ends up happening is they approach you. Okay. Because there was an NPC in town uh, by the name of Wim. He was the halfling that was annoying the paladin when you met him. Oh. He's a member of the Golden Gambit. Oh, okay. And he, due to your, you know, heroism with in, in the town, he approaches you and asks you for an opportunity. If you, that, you know, an opportunity that you can't refuse. Okay. Uh, and offers you a job. Now he particularly is a fence, so he buys and sells and trades in illegal goods. Um, so fences are the ones that kind of they are the sellers of the market, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. But he does um, point you to. They basically have the fences, assassins, and thieves. So they, you can be a black market dealer, a thief, or an assassin, pretty much. You can train with underneath those kind of people kind of, you know, gathers your information and tells you you can train with him if you want to be a fence, um, but if you want to specialize in something else, you can also do that. What are you trying to specialize in? Assassin sounds good. Being an assassin. Very good. This is your subclass, right? Yep. So, we will, let's see. You good? Not a TIA. <laughs> I know. Um, let's see. I need to find my notes real quick. Um, we don't roll eight feet. We roll eight feet. You do. Yeah, yeah, you do. Was it 2d6? Yeah. Not 2d6. Wait, it, no, uh, it's 1d... It's whatever your hit dice is. Yours is a 1D6. d6. 1d6. So 1D6. 1D6. You can roll or you can take average. So taking so average... Three. Which would be, uh, average would be middle, like one above middle. Half plus one. Well, we rolled. Yours is a D8. Yeah. On a rogue. Well, yeah, why do you have one D6? Yeah, you have one D6. Oh, that's because of my weapons. Oh, no, I'm oh, sorry. Your, okay, dice. yeah, hit dice yeah. is something that you have. For your, that's your health. Yeah. So, so it's not like, not weapon hit dice? Yeah. Because they're called hit points, so you have. Okay. So it's a one, you have a one D8. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think we're, we're strictly rolling now. Okay, so a D8. 
Have you been rolling with is anybody your health? No. Oh, okay. Is anybody <laughs> taking the feet at all? No. I had to take the ASI. Yeah. I rolled pretty bad stats. I want to get 20 bags first before I take any feats. I'll take it. Which is important to note for me. Yeah. I wanted to in- improve my spell save and my spell attack. Cool. It was at 15, so like just one. Yeah. Also, up my con. That retroactively adds your Yeah, so I added three more. Good. Mm-hmm. You want to be an assassin? Yes. That's where we were. Um, so, there are... The, the best place to go is actually a place you've come from. Because you came from the south. There are two towns. The next town over to the south is called Beggar's Hole. Which is kind of like a rough and tumble um, port town. And it's well, it's in, it's like it's a rough and tumble town on the way to the port town that is Silverkeep. So Silverkeep is actually on. Um, again, let's bust out the map. Do not want to put my foot in my mouth. So you are here. Okay. Right. The Beggar's Hole is right about here, in between Beverast and the White Sea. Um, and there's, this is the, conf- the Confederacy of the White Sea. There's like a bunch of city-states all around the, uh, kind of like bordering the White Sea. Silverkeep is on that. So it's a port town built into the White Sea, which is the equivalent of the Mediterranean, okay. basically. So there's a big city and a small town. Kind of tr- he, t- he takes you through the small town into the big city where the largest, kind of in the area, the largest um, Golden Gambit-like um, operation is mm-hmm. takes you into um, their like underground thieves guild layer and like meets you up with the assassins, the intro Skyrim quest for the thieves guild basically, <laughs> uh, and gets you in good with some assassins. Uh, and what we'll do actually is we will um, roll me two d12, not d12, sorry, two d6. Okay, two d6. Tables. Ten. A ten. Nice. A ten means you succeed and you have no setbacks. So you didn't piss anybody off um, during all of your training. And we'll say uh, during that downtime, you did you up your dexterity? Yeah. Cool. So that's what you spent the majority of the month doing was learning how to assassinate, um, getting in to the golden gamut. So you actually get quest as well okay. as you gather this. So if you would roll a d6. Six. Six. Gather information. So you were taught or you were asked um, if able to um, to gather information on uh, an important NPC. Get with your friends. Figure out the direction in which you're going in life. And they'll give you a target to gather information on. So they have a bunch of, there's like a big list of, of people to try to gather information on. Once you guys decide the direction of your next adventure, then we'll give you some more. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, kind of like a meteor. Yeah, where we're going. Where, figure out where we're going, we'll give you somebody to can Sound good. Get dirt on. Uh, and so you get 20 decks, join the Golden Gambit, you met Wim, and then you. Um, So Wim will be your handler. 
So he, the guy in Beverass will be your handler. He'll be your kind of your, your go-to guy. Okay. If you ever need somebody, he'll be the first NPC you can go talk to. Uh, and then you also get access to all of these perks here. Um, so you get, if you want to write this down somewhere, these four perks there. And I will, basically heist contracts means you can pick up heists if you want, basically from anywhere. That's cool. So if you're in a town that has a Golden Gambit operation, you can pick up a target for a heist and go on a quest. And there's another table for that. We'll roll on that later. Um, any questions on your downtime? Mm. Feel pretty satisfied? Yeah. Cool. Um, who's wants to go next? Give me a heist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, First off, are you ASI? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I've I got 20 decks now. Did um, you roll HP? Yes. What do you get? I only got four. Okay. Total? Yeah. Oof. Oh, dude. That's including my combat fire. <laughs> that <would> hurt. <sighs> yeah, I rolled a two on the so that's rough. Yeah, that's okay. I got 37 HP total. So it's not the worst. I think I rolled a 10 last time, so it kind of evens up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess I'll just. Um, Where do you spend your month? Man, I'm gonna take out Elias. Okay, Elias the Hunter, known tracker and monster hunter, is actually in town, yeah. so you don't have to go far. Um. Interesting that you hunt him out because he's a good source of knowledge about the weaknesses of monsters. So he is a he keeps like a dire a, a bestiary almost of, of different monsters and stuff. What would you like to do with Elias besides get twenty decks? <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I don't know. I want to like, I guess, just get better coordinated with my beast and myself, and okay. like go out and. Hunt and just test my abilities. Are you joining the wardens? Yeah, I think so. Are you seeking to join the wardens? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's important. Um, roll a two d six. Nine. Nine. Again, you succeed. No setback. That's huge. Uh, so you actually beat the bell curve. You succeed. No setback. Um, so. You're not injured in any way, you don't piss anybody off, and you um, begin, and, and over the course of a month, complete your induction into the Wardens, um, which basically goes through a series of tests to alter your body and your mind. Um, you become more in tune with the moon, so your, uh, your kind of insignia, you actually meet up with a shaman, you meet up with the shaman, uh, the Shadow Druids, so uh, Thalen. He kind of gives you a little more information about what this symbol is. Uh, and he kind of tells you that you have um, a connection to the Lunar God, or the Goddess of the Moon. Um, and uh, it's, they basically just call her the Moon, or like um, She Who Lights, or there's, there's a bunch of different way, um, names, like um, the Pale Goddess, that kind of thing. Um, the pallid, whatever, the pallid mother, those kind of things. Um, but you have some unknown and innate connection with the moon. Um, and so your forehead, the, the signia that comes when you're spelling, uh, casting spells, come, becomes a little stronger. Um, your abilities become a little stronger. Roll a d6. In your training, you... Five. Five. 
you gain information um, rolling in. Four. Oh my god. You gain information that there's a nest of snake people that is poisoning the headwater of a major river nearby. Snake people. Quest. Poisoning water. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Poisoning the headwater of a major river. And the major river actually bleeds into the White Sea. Which is a problem. Ooh. Okay. That's awesome. And you gain these perks. At the top of the page. Yeah. For those who are listening, we're using the group patron rules. And there are a group of homebrew group patrons that I made for the custom tailor for everybody in the group. Can I have that page back? Yes, you back page. Any questions for Elias and or your training and or anything at all for your downtime before we move on to Timothy? Um, no. Uh, that's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, actually, is this connection to the Lunar Goddess, does that have anything to do with my visions that I'm getting? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Yes. Oh, shit. The shaman seems to be reading the bones, kind of reading everything into it, and, and does have some connection with these visions. So, just as a refresher, and for people listening and for you guys, um, one of my, <clears throat> my my bond, and this is, I picked it from the book, um, is that my character, Laurie, is suffering visions of uh, an oncoming disaster, like a war or something oh, um, going on. And um, he's trying to, that's one reason why he's venturing out is to find a way to prevent it from happening. So he's getting sort of premonitions. That's awesome. That is actually, that's pretty Ooh. Okay. Then you also got a quest for the sneak people. And then we have a gather information quest. Right? Um, Alright. What else we got? You're next, right? Yeah, there uh, How would you spend your month of training? One whole month of training. Um, I want to consult with Oscar. You're picking Oscar as your patron? Or as your, as your trainer? That's my trainer. Because uh, he's like the only one. Well, I can technically train with anybody, right? You can go to the castle, oh, which is nearby. Yeah, how far away is it? It's just, it's like 10 miles. It's across, because you're in the forest here. Yeah. So the barony is on one side, the forest is in the middle, and the bottom of the valley, and along the mountains on the other side is Castle Menthir. So. Yeah, then I'll, I'll take a trip to Castle Menthir. Okay. Uh, bring the sword with me. Oh, okay. The magical sword. You get 250 gold. The rune sword that we have. You can uh, sell that for 250 gold. I would like to sell it to the school, because none of us can really use it. And you also get 500 gold for your quest. Nice. Yeah. So sell 150 gold. Um, then... Is there anybody there that's very knowledgeable of the cleric ways? Yeah, well, so with mages in this setting, everybody's a mage. So like, it's like the same, but you can specialize into whatever. Like, Triss Mariol is a healer. Yeah. So she would be a cleric mage. Yeah. And then Jennifer is like DPS. Yeah, <laughs> basically. So these are your perks. Wait, you, yeah, so if you didn't know, these are... They're just more wordy 
than the other ones, but you want to take a picture of that or oh, yeah, write it down somewhere. But um, can't write that fast. The uh, you can train with anybody. There is a list of NPCs fucking somewhere. Let me find it. So so far you've met Jennifer, uh, Oscar. I want to. Oscar is uh, a diviner. I want to consult with somebody who's the most, who's knowledgeable of utility. Okay. Like utility uh, spells and uh, combat. The utility nature. <laughs> Damn. Well, sure. Sounds like a plan. We will. Roll me 2d6. 2d6. While we're doing this. No, I'll just use two. Alright. Here's some room. Uh, seven. Seven? Yes, sir. Let me check my bell curve. You die. Right. Seven <laughs> is a succeed with a minor setback. Oh. Okay. Alright. We will tease that out as we go. Um, so, you know um, a man. Well, you. Sorry. A uh, woman by the name of Nora um, Jimwing. Gemwing. Yeah. Okay. Nora Gemwing. She is a um, dwarf. Okay, cool. Who uh, can train you in the cleric ways. She is a seventh level cleric. That is good. She works. Uh, she is the main uh, healer at Castleman here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she kind of helps you with. Because you want to be good. healing, right? Yeah, I want, I want to get. What kind more... of utility? Okay. Well, actually, I would like, like to focus on... Abjuration magic utility? Uh, what is abjuration? It's what my wizard was, so like banishing shit. And like protective... Arcana does play into abjuration, because I have this ability that okay. allows me... Well, at 5th level, I can start banishing creatures. Um, so yeah, yeah, anything that can, like, like crowd control, so abjuration... So we'll do... Instead of a healer, she'll be a uh, an abjurer. An abjurer. Yeah. So she... Um, Specializes in like the banishing of otherworldly beings, portals, otherworldly entities, as well as like protection magic. That's cool. But is uh, is hold person considered? I think that's enchantment. But yeah, basically the same. Oh, that's this. Um, so minor setback. We'll say that roll d six actually. Ooh. Uh, five. Five. I lose my leg. Uh, you actually pissed off, or your boss actually pissed off an evil necromancer. Oh shit! Okay. Um, in the in the mountains to the south. Um, is there a name for that mountain? Mountains. Um, there are. You pissed off a necromancer um, of the name. Uh, he was an old member of the Order of Mages. Uh, his name is um, Nihilus Wintermere. Um, and so to the south. So if we were to zoom in. Check that mountain range name. 
It's actually, uh, it doesn't have a specific name. It's not even Great Wall itself. Great Wall. Yeah, so here's Castle of Sorry. Um, the White Sea is down here. Gotcha. Um, the river actually is to the south as well. So the river, uh, Cody, that you snake people, is to the south as well. So there's just like jut of of mountains. Mm -hmm. It's over that jut and along the Great Wall. Gotcha. So somewhere up in here, there's necromancer somewhere in there. There's a snake person doing some shit. Um, and uh, we will get back. With, I'll get back with you in secret about the NPC you're gathering dirt on. Okay. We'll keep that a secret though. Okay. Okay. Um, Ooh, nice. So, any any <laughs> question on the setback? Um, yeah. Uh, for what did he do? What? What What did the boss do? Uh, well, <clears throat> they got in an argument. He found some magical thing to the south. Artifact, phenomena, something. Do we destroy it? We keep it for ourselves. Now, did she he... wanted to destroy it. He wanted to keep it for himself. So he kind of, he like just recently broke off from the order. Yeah, just recently did. And you're now sent to investigate that. Take care of it. Shit. Uh, well, what kind of firepower am I looking at? You have no idea. He says that um, he has uh, a key to, like he talked about, like the underworld or the abyss, the other worlds. Um, he has some kind of planar thing, some kind of portal, um, something giving him power. Shit. Is there like a time crunch on this? No idea. No idea? Okay. That investigate. pretty dire. But it's not like a run there now and go kill him. Mm. It's more like a just see what's up, maybe go to the nearest town, see if they've seen him. It's just like a general investigate. I would also like to ask... Who's, uh, I'm speaking to Nora right now, right? Yep. I would like to ask Nora... Um, if I expect the symptoms from my parasite to get worse, uh, they will get worse as you level up. Um, what kind of what? Is it different for every person? Yeah, different for every person. You might have some sleepless nights. Your eye color might change. Your uh, you might grow spots. Has you might have memory loss. It could be very. Has anybody, you know, like died? Died? Absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, how how long until they died? Uh, that person tried to cast Wish, and it ate them alive. It fed off of the magical energy, and it consumed. What them. level? What kind of power were they before they cast? Uh, they were uh, of the most high power. I don't know, like 18th level, something like that. There's only one of them ever, and they self-combusted basically, imploded. Well, that's not good. No, it's not. <laughs> but you're a long ways off from that, so don't worry too much. Or Who knows? You might die before then. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Plenty of us come back with arms and legs missing, so, you know. Count your blessings that you're here and alive today. What is your advice on combat as a abjurer slash shield? Okay, definitely. Get shield as soon as you. Are there any you can. books I can read on combat? Um, there are. It's called <laughs> Get Good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> There's a book on Amazon, not sponsor. Uh, <laughs> it's called like Live to Tell the Tale, mm. which is like legitimately um, like meta game level 
it's advice on how to run, how to be a player in D and D combat, and it gives you all the different classes and, and like maybe tactics oh, so and styles. Legit, legit, legit okay. There's also the same author. It's the monsters know what they're doing. Yeah. And so it's monster tactics. That's cool. yeah, it's pretty cool. So check those out if you want. Uh, other than that, in world, you just need experience. Now throughout the month, you would be getting the shit kicked out of you. Basically, one of the conjurers of the guild would be conjuring an otherworldly being, and you would be fighting it mm-hmm. nonstop, back and forth. That's like the job training, basically. Would I also be doing that here? Yeah, in the castle. Month, during yeah, the month. okay, for sure. Um, and I also want to ask. Um, Let's say I'm away from Castle Menthir. Where's another real good place I can go to that has a nice uh, concentrated amount of uh, stages? That is a damned good question. I wrote it down somewhere. I don't know how local I'll be. Yeah. Um, so the nearest lodge or castle or whatever. Let me pull up the map. So there is a group of mages in the Black Empire, but that's far in the south. You probably wouldn't be able to get there. Now, are they um, friendly with our orders? Um, they are an offshoot. There is a lot of good old-fashioned fuckery happening in the Black Empire right now. Um, so they're kind of far. Um, there's also um, in the Confederacy of the White Sea, the city states. Um, there are um, a group uh, of mages known as the, the Confederacy of Mages who kind of like the chapter art like Castle Menthir is like one chapter the the Confederacy of Mages is another chapter and there are some that kind of they're more like high seas and living it up in the area does magic uh, is magic very different in different regions like does it the different? laws are different now, they are part of the Order of Mages, mm-hmm. but they kind of... The Confederacy, the the civilization kind of... The magic in the air kind of reflects the civilization. That's where, like, they're more loose and free with their lives um, and lifestyle, and so the magic is a little bit the same. Now, in the dead center of the White Sea, um, there is the Spire... Um, known as, it's called the Mage Spire. And it's an island that has a gigantic wizard's tower built into it. It's hard as shit to get there. But it's where these mages kind of like meet. So that's our castle of Mithir. You have to be invited. Yeah, you gotta be invited. Um, or Mage Spire. Yep. Well, sweet. But you can find mages in all the major cities as well. Okay. You just gotta show your insignia and they'll point you to the most. There is a mage on every king court. Or Baron or King's Court. That's By good. law, they have to have a mage. That's good to know. And then, one last question. If one were to want to invent new spells, doable. You need to use a lot of experimentation. Okay. Um, and you have to have a very specific goal in mind, but it's doable. Is there any good person to learn stuff like that? Um, yeah, the most, I would say, we don't do a lot of that here. We specialize in, like, monster hunting. Okay. Um, us and, the, and basically every castle, more castles to the north deal with more monster hunting. 
getting rid of the giants, that kind of thing. Um, but due to the lack of giants around the White Sea, um, there is an elf um, by the name of... Um, where is his name? Kaelthorn. Is that with a K? Yeah. Kaelthorn. Kaelthorn Buttersby. <laughs> Kaelthorn Sunshadow. Sunshadow? Yeah. Right, I'm going to nickname him the Magic Man. Yeah. Well, that is it damn he, good to know. He actually uh, works in the Mage Spire. Shit. Can't get to him. <laughs> but, you know, he is the one who creates a lot of spells. Okay. He's like the frontier in that right yeah. now. So anybody who studies under him, anybody in the White Sea, is pretty much going to be fucking around with some of their own unique magic. Hmm. That's damn good to know. Thank yeah. Um, and I, then I'll spend the rest of my month uh, just fighting hard training. Cool. Um, and yeah, insert Rocky montage here. Please don't get us copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, with that, um, any downtime questions or comments or concerns? No. Anything else you want to take care of in the downtime? Mm-hmm. Investigate, look into. I want to know the secret. The, what you're the person you're looking for? Mm-hmm. Okay. Call text. text. Yeah. Call text. Um, we do have a lot of gold. We can possibly look into weapons upgrades. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Uh, Armor. Hey, like, magic weapon. I have. I can bestow magic onto a weapon. Okay. With magic weapon. Yeah. So we, if we don't have the money for that now, I I can do that, okay. and I I have more second level spell slots. So um, if we ever need that. I can I can cast on you. Okay. So if if we need to spend our gold in a different area, if not, you can definitely get a magic weapon. How much gold? We got five hundred, right? Yeah, five hundred plus uh, whatever we had. So I think it's like five hundred fifty-one. Yeah, and then I have two fifty separately that I would like to share with the group. Yeah, two hundred fifty. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I sold off the rune sword. Oh, that's the artifact. Since none of us can so use it. Three hundred one plus five hundred eight hundred one. 801? 801 gold. That's at least enough for one magic weapon. We really need it. Well, how are you? Are you just have some normal, normal rapiers? I'm normal, yeah. Hmm. I might trade those in. Try something else, dual wielding. Yeah. I don't know. Dual wielding is cool. Yeah. I know. Got him a Kimbo right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you can get pistols that shoot for, uh, that shoot rapier blades. No, no. Okay, I have sent the text to you. <clears throat> so if we were to venture into, and you can say that out loud if you want, it doesn't necessarily conflict with anybody. Nah. <laughs> I like secrets. Yeah. yeah. So there, we need to kind of pick a direction. 
Well, that's true. On so, where to go next. Yeah, basically, where to, where to next. Well, do you meet back in Beverass, I assume? Yeah. So you all meet back in Beverass after a month. Um, it is now fully set into winter. So you are now in the winter months. It's going to get cold. Um, there are a couple of directions, just to kind of give you some general direction. The north still has the Civil War, kind of tomfoolery. The west has the undead knight laying claim to the rights to the throne. And the south has the White Sea, which is a couple of quest leads, I guess. Yeah, uh, you win the Silver Keep, which is where you got trained, mm-hmm. which is the city to the south, biggest city to the south, Necro- near city. Yeah. Necromancer down south. Necromancers, yeah. lizard person down south. Lizard persons are in the mountains to the south, um, the snake people. Um, and then also the um, wizards, you said, yeah, wizards. Yeah. I think the, the ones. head south. South looks like the South good direction. Good, yeah. Yeah. The nearest town, so there's a couple ways you can go about it. You can go around the mountains and along the roads to the next town called Beggar's Hole, which is kind of like a mid-stop between here and Silverkeep, which is like the shining, like the crown jewel of the uh, of the White Sea. So it's like the big city of the White Sea. Uh, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of different four cities, a lot smaller ones. Imagine the Mediterranean Sea, and that's what it is. So you have, it's very naval, there's a lot of ships, um, a lot of piracy, and there are a lot of like coastal city-states kind of exist around around the White Sea all around. Um, And White Sea is the the nearest one. Uh, Sorry, the Silver Keep. Beggar's Hole is about um, three days journey south. Uh, and that's, then, that's if we go around the mountains, right? Yeah. Can we go through the mountains? Well, around, around the mountains, sorry, it'd be like five days journey. Through the mountains would be three. Now, what's the... Is there any sacrifice to, like, Going safety? Through? Yeah. Safety. Monsters. Monsters? Yeah. Difficult. So it's shorter, but it's more difficult. Do we go on your over the mountains? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll take the up over here. <laughs> so, you can go around, take the road, a little bit safer. It's about five to seven days. Cut through, about three to five. And then Silverkeep is another week's journey south. So we're looking at 12 days max. If we take the five, then seven. Yeah, and Run you know that the mouth of the river you're talking about, if you just travel, if you don't go around, but you just book it through the mountains, you can get to about two to three days. Ooh, straight there? Mm-hmm. To the city? No, to the mouth of the river, where there's uh, something okay, that's full. Fucking real. Gotcha. So, I'm fine with taking whatever y'all want to take. I like a good walk. Direct path, path to the little town, go straight to the big town, basically. We can stop by Beggar's Hole, I have a lodging there. Beggar's Hole? Okay. So go go around the mountains? Shall we? Is there anything you've ever asked? Like, I doubt they have to sell magic weapons or anything like that. There actually is. What? His contact. What? Is a fence for the Golden Gate. Oh. You, you stopped when you said fence. I was like, so he's just a fence? <laughs> just a straight up picket fence. <laughs> and I have rules for this now. Hey! In my PDF book that I bought. Let's get it. Not a sponsor. Make some <laughs> journal on that one. So I'm going to look up Patreon. 
They call him the Shadow Demon. Yeah. It's my all watery. No fucking page numbers. Oh, that's so cringe. What the fuck? How do you how do you use that? There's no page numbers. I don't know. I guess maybe it didn't print the page numbers. Is it on the? Yeah, screen? print the page. That's odd. Oh, like so it shouldn't be down there. Anymore? Yeah. Yeah. I will. I guess strange. I printed it. Okay. Items available. Plus one armor. Ring of jumping. Ring of mind shielding, ring of swimming, ring of warmth, ring of water walking. He has rings, he has rods, he has a plus one weapon, and a plus one armor. What kind of price tags are we looking at here? 100 gold. What? For a plus oh, one weapon. That is so doable. Oh my god. Yeah. Because you got in with the Thieves Guild who sell it at price. So if you didn't have a rogue, you'd oh be. My I kill people. Can't <laughs> kill people. Hopefully with a plus one weapon Isn't now. That cool? Yeah. Is it a magical? Maybe magical. Uh, yeah, it is. If it is plus one, it is magical. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! Upgrade both your rapiers. Now there is a required. There is a required trade. One of those. We can make a deal. So it's gonna cost you, and you have to trade, or you can buy it outright. Is what I'm seeing here now. Actually, I apologize. Wait, what does the trade mean? Like we have to trade. If you stuff. trade any plus one weapon, you get a plus one weapon of any, of your choice. Oh. Shit, we could have gave the magic weapon. You basically weapon change that, yeah. out the weapon. Oh, probably not, actually. Right, you exchange the weapon. Okay. Or you pay uh, triple the price. Triple so 300 gold for a match for a plus one weapon. They normally run about 500 to 1,000 in cities. So, so like 300 is not too bad. <laughs> no, yeah. Hmm. But that does change things. It's not as easy anymore. Yeah. Um, how much are rings? Like uh, a ring. Uncommon is 300 gold as well. Jesus. Any common? It's the ring of jumping. That sounds so cool. 300. No, like, what is it? What does it do? I think it doubles your jump. Probably. That's so cool. Now, both vertical and horizontal? Yeah. <sighs> Actually, I kind of want that. That might come in handy. Any fall damage? <laughs> um, so, impulsive armor would be 600 gold. So you can also save, keep banking your gold, and go to the, uh, wait till you get to Silverkeep. There's magic item shops in Silverkeep. But, that's like a legit magic item shop, so. Which, for example. Wait, but that's that's where you, you went, right? Silverkeep? Yeah, that's right. There's fences there. Okay, so yeah, so we can find more fences to get the yeah. discount. Yep. Or the for example, um, Silverkeep. You could buy stuff like bags of holding for 500 gold. We need that. You could buy a broom of flying for 600 gold. <laughs> you could buy a sword of life stealing. That's cool. For 11,000 gold. 11,000? <laughs> 11, 11, and you can get plus weapons for a couple hundred. You can get a whole bunch of other stuff. So if you want to save for the big city, that's yeah, not yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point, we can only really get like two things. Two magic weapons. Right. Yeah. I'm tired. Right. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like the only thing that would ever help me match what you have? I have two fifty, which I'm also like whatever we need to put towards eight hundred and one total party expenses. I'm including this. Oh, including that. So okay, cool. I don't want to go. Somebody want a magic plus one weapon? Yeah, I don't use any weapons, so feel free if anybody wants to plus one a weapon. Or a magic rapier? 
Yeah, but I need two. Just do it. Or you can upgrade one radio. Do you have the dual wielding feature? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Fighting style? The rogues get fighting styles? No, they do not. No. Never mind. You're good. So, dual wielding is a bonus action to attack with your offhand. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, or it'd have to be a feat. Yeah. Well, then. It's not super good with rogues. Yeah. Feels like it would be, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. So, this one right here would be cool. We can actually yeah. do two magic weapon upgrades. That's 600. Doesn't leave us with much, but like you can get an upgrade and you can upgrade one of your rapiers. So like maybe your main hand is a plus one and your offhand. Oh, he only has one rapier, right? Yeah, he's oh, you only have one rapier. So, yeah. so you can do one rapier and a bow. Yeah. A call out. And then if Laura needs magic weapons, I can get her with the uh, magic weapons. <laughs> oh, that's true. So go is for that, it. Is that magic? Plus one bow. I, yeah. I think we should just only buy one because you have magic. Yeah, that's awesome. Ring of jumping? That sounds cool as fuck. For 600? Oh, 600, yeah. 600. Oh. I would go with the plus one rapier. We'll call that. Okay. So knock off 300 gold from something. Yeah. And you get a plus one to attack and damage. Okay. Since, since uh, we've tend to like, stick, stick together during combat, I'll, I got you. I got you. Alright. So your I first magic good. weapon. Moving on. Moving on. Alright. So anything else you would like to do? How much are rods? Like that's right here as well? Uh, it depends. Oh, it depends. The rods are much more expensive. Uh, never mind, I don't want to know. <laughs> I think like 1500 uh, for the cheap ones. Makes me feel poor <laughs> in this fantasy world. <laughs> I play fantasy to escape my reality. Right. Why do I still feel poor? <laughs> um, a rod or like 1500 yeah. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, that's cheap. What's without trading it in? The 500 yeah. if you trade a rod. Basically, you trade whatever you have to get whatever you want. Okay. Kind of deal. Oh, so if we have, if we do a trade, we still have to pay, uh, pay the, yep. the, like, the one-third price. Yeah. Or the normal. Yeah. But still getting deals if we find good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Keep weapons. Is there anything else you would like to do nope. in Beverest? Talk to anybody, get any connections, do anything, gathering information? I, I personally am good. Did you okay. want to take an NPC with us? Is anybody going our way? Is anybody willing? Or what, what, most importantly, who do we need? Like, what kind of. I mean, I think we're good. Well, uh, do we have. Like a, a nice frontliner? Not really. We could take the paladin. Yeah, the paladin. The paladin, his job is oh, to, to stay, stay there. That's the Everybody on the king's court is going to stay on the king's court. Yeah. Alright, so he can't go, obviously. I think the only one that would be able to go is Elias. Or one of the mages, but. Yeah, Oscar's just a copy of me. I mean, there's <laughs> nothing special. He's just like fifth level, that's about it. There is a <laughs> spell sword. If you want a. A fighter magic user. There's a spell sword retainer that you yeah. might be able to recruit from the, the mages guild. Honestly, we should take the mystic with us because of moonbeam. <laughs> <laughs> you a druid. I think cast moonbeam. I think I think we're good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, NPCs? No. Not yet. No. Cool. You can pick up yeah. pick them up on your way. Yeah. We'll yeah. leave the Beverast NPCs in Beverast. 
Um, and we closed the level one through three chapter behind us, which was uh, all the whole bearing pretty much, kind of dealt with all the, at least all the problems for now. And which direction are you going? South. South. To Beggar's Hole? Yes. Cool. Um, what we'll do actually is we will roll two D six. All of us? Anybody. You got this. I'll one. do it. Yeah, make some room, make some room. Okay. okay cool. Five. Five. On your journeys, you, um, okay. On your journeys, which was a five-day journey, right? Five to seven? Yeah. Takes you ten. Shit. So mark off ten days. Uh, Takes you a little bit longer than you thought, because uh, you ran your you ran into some problems. You got attacked a couple times. Um, there was a hole in one of your packs. You lost all your rations. You had to hunt for a couple days. You failed with a minor consequence on your journey, which is basically it just took you longer to get there. Which means the other events in the world will accelerate a little bit, um, but nothing crazy. Uh, you didn't fail with a major consequence, just a minor. Consequence. So a little bit of a setback. No random encounters, though, because you took care of the bandits. Um, and the um, the road south actually isn't that dangerous once you get to Beggar's Hole. Or on the way to Beggar's Hole. It's kept pretty um, clean by the mages and the wardens, who have a very active in Everest. Um, so, as you approach, we'll say we'll leave it at this for the night. Um, as you approach Beggar's Hole... Um, you see that it is kind of crest over a hill, and the site is a little um, almost like smoggy set over the town. It's very like it's almost like misty and dirty. There are shanty high rises. There is a um, there's a fence or a wall built around the outside, which looks to be kind of like. Um, lean to and put together very ramshackle across the whole place there are guards um, on the outside from what you can see there is a large fire kind of like every so often like you know like kicking up and you can also see that from this vantage point half of the city is built underground so it's literally a hole um, and there's two stories to the city or to the town there's like the under town and then there's the main town kind of built on top of it, on on stilts, almost. Mm. Um, and just from being locals, you know, the lore behind the, why it's called this, well, this was a crater, a literal hole in the ground, and they built up. And so all the industry is underneath, and all the living is up above. Sweet. And you kind of, like, kind of go into, and you are approaching Beggar's Hole as we'll end the session. Nice. Level nice. four. Hey. Oh, yeah. Awesome. That was fun. That was very fun.